Hello and welcome to Conversations with Elizabeth Johnston. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and I am super excited about our guest today, Ja'Kalen Carr. Hold on to your hat. You are going to love this episode. Ja'Kalen Carr is a multi-award winning independent recording artist. Carr is a speaker, entrepreneur, actress, and author. As a top-selling recording artist, she has earned eight Billboard number ones before the age of 21, including her hit singles, You're Bigger and You Will Win. Ja'Kalen, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my word. My kids are so geeked out that I'm interviewing right now. Let me tell you. We love your worship. We love your anointing. We love your leadership and the authority you carry. And you have been such a blessing to us. We've been going through a lot of hard things the last two years. And I just can't tell you how some of your um, your songs like You Will Win and um, You're Bigger have really just pushed me through some really, really hard moments. And I have used those songs like Swords, um, wow. tanks, missiles, grenades, wow. <laughs> they've been spiritual. They have been spiritual weapons in my arsenal and you are just such an encouragement to my family. So I'm super excited about this today. Amen. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Listen, you started singing when you were five and you started preaching when you were 13, yes. 13 years old. I mean, um, most people cannot fathom breaking a ceiling like that at that young of an age. Can you speak to the young person who feels like they can't have a voice or break that ceiling that they've got in their lives, maybe because of their age or because maybe older people um, don't respect them? Can you speak into that? You know, one thing I used to always hear my parents say is that when greatness is upon your life, it's just there. God doesn't look at age. He, he looks at the heart. And so if there is a greatness upon you, there is great potential. There is an anointing upon your life, despite how old you may think you are. Um, at the end of the day, you've got to know that God's plans for your life are beautiful. And so if God is calling you into a place, just trust him, just rest in him. Um, I will say that at the beginning of my, you know, when God called me and all of that being so young, I'm not going to tell you that everybody took me serious, you know, with the adults and me being that young, being a preacher and things of that nature. But my family just continued to encourage me and let me know, you know what, if God called Joash, he can call and he can use Jekyllin. You know, Jeremiah uh, and just all these people that God used in the Bible uh, to make a difference. And so we are the modern day Jeremiah's and Joash's. And and I believe that God will uh, use us to do even greater things. So don't worry about the age. Just know God's got a great plan for you. Amen. Your parents are a major part of your story, aren't they, Ja'Kalen? Yes, they are. I tell people all the time, I remember starting out, it, it's been me and my family. <laughs> it's 
me and my family since the beginning. And, um, you know, we labored together. We prayed together. We talked together. We have our uh, family record label. I'm an independent artist. And so is Lunge Out Music Group. And everybody just working in their perspective places to, um, you know, allow the will of God to be done. I remember at a, at a very young age, my dad just began to share the vision that God showed him even concerning my life and my mm. career and what he wanted to do. Although, you know, God showed it to us, then he definitely surpassed what he showed us. And so wow. uh, my family has been there and I just love the balance that we have. We're still able to be family while working together at the same time. I do the same. I work with my family and there is just no greater joy than to serve with my children in ministry, um, to work with them. I, I just think it's one of the, yeah. one of the most wonderful parts of what I get to do is to actually work with my, my daughters, my sons. Um, my kids are worship leaders too. Um, music kind of runs in our family as well. And there is just, there's just no greater joy to see them serving together, worshiping together. I bet you guys have all sung together over the years growing up as well. Do, is your family musical, your whole family? Yes. I come from a line of singers. My mom, her and her siblings, her family, they had a, a group called the Selvies. And my dad's side is such huge writers. Uh, so it, it runs in the family. And, and, you know, and I love it because... Um, God was raising us up during a time where people really underestimated the value of family businesses, the value of families working together. According to society, it wasn't possible. You know, according to society, families couldn't work together without always been in an uproar or all these crazy things going on, but to know that God is raising up people to show the opposite um, and to show people that it can be done. I'm just happy to be a part of that. That's really neat. You said something to me that really stuck out. You said basically that your father called out what he saw in your life. Yes. Is that right? That so I've, I've had those moments in my life as well where a spiritual father has called out something in my life that maybe I um, struggled to believe was possible. How powerful has that been in your life? Oh, it's been very powerful. You know, one thing I tell people all the time is that uh, when you, it is the parent's job to cultivate what is on the inside of their child. Mm. By your child being a child, there's only so much that they could do. So when the parents step in and they see the vision, they see that potential um, and they begin to do everything by any, any means necessary organically to make sure that their child becomes successful. It doesn't matter if your child is a gymnast, a singer, a lawyer. If you see that is what your child's gift is, it is your duty to activate it, to, to cultivate it um, because it's what helped them grow and to become better in life. And so my father, he did just that my mom they did just that and I will say that there wouldn't be a Jacqueline without an Alan and a Jennifer Carr not just them being my parents but them cultivating yeah. my gifts that's so good the word of God says you know death and life are in the power of the tongue and mm -hmm. I've really been seeing in my own family the importance of just speaking into what you see in that child's life and using the power that you have in your tongue. It's not something magical, but I believe that there's something that is transferred, especially from a parent 
to a child when they speak into that child's destiny and calling. And I could just see that all over your life. And I think that, you know, I know I have a lot of parents and grandparents that listen to this podcast and I want to challenge them to ask yourself, maybe you've got a a child that is struggling with their, their calling, their future. Maybe they seem like they don't have any, um, any energy or drive to do anything with their lives. Maybe they're struggling with depression. I would, I would lean into and pray into how God wants to use you to speak into their destiny and call out that future for them uh, just through encouraging words like Jacqueline's parents did for her. I think that we could all see, you know, shift in our family if we would do what your parents did for you, Jacqueline. Yes. You know, that is so true. And even from a natural standpoint and the things that I watched my father do, um, even investing into my career, um, when I was first starting out, I would literally see him take his whole paycheck and invested it into an album, invested into something, a photo shoot, something that I had going on. And so again, you know, it's, it's, it's a mixture of both the spiritual and the natural. You investing in your, into your child uh, with the word of God, putting the values of life and Christ on the inside of them, and then also investing into them, going into, going to their games and, you know, just different things like that because it makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, that's so good. Absolutely. And your child needs to feel loved, obviously. And um, that's a way to show them how much you you love them as well. Look, girl, you got so much oil and anointing and authority on your music and your ministry. Um, One night when I had just been introduced to your song, the first time I heard you was probably like, I just listened to YouTube all the time or Pandora worship music in the background. And I think You're Bigger just came on uh, in the process of songs. And I was like, who in heaven is this? Because <laughs> that sure came out of heaven. And I, I looked you up and started listening to your other um, powerful songs. And again, just going to war with them. And, you know, I, I, of course, my children began to listen to your music and I, I used you as an example to my kids. And I said, I want you to look at this, this young woman of God. And I think when you did, you were bigger, you're bigger. You were not, were you 19? Uh, yes, that's correct. So you're 19 on <laughs> your bigger. That's what I thought. Cause I told him, I, I, I told my kids, I pointed to your video and I said, she is 19 years old. Don't you ever let the enemy tell you that you cannot you know, minister the gospel, that you cannot minister in power and authority and anointing. The Bible never said you had to be a certain age to be used of God. And so I, I have used you, you know, almost as devotional material <laughs> for, in my family. And I know that you don't get that kind of oil on your life without some, some pressing and a process. And so I don't know. I I think I just want to ask you, what have you been through? (laughs) I kind of just want to ask you like, what, what's, what's the hardest moment maybe that you can look back on in your life and say, wow, God really did some deep work in my life uh, through that situation. It's, it's quite a story. Um, my Can family, we hear it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my family and I, we literally went through 
the David experience, the Daniel experience, the Joseph experience, you name it, like literally, we're wow. literally walking Bibles, in other words. And no one knew or understood the things and the struggles that we had before um, God expanded my ministry to the world and the sacrifices that were made. And many days and nights we laid on our faces in our living room, praying and crying out to God, you know, because we held on to a promise that God wow. made us. And even though we couldn't see how this was going to happen, that was going to happen, but we trusted the voice of God. And one thing I tell people all the time is because so many times um, when you're in a place, a waiting place, that's what I like mm -hmm. to call it. Uh, where it's like you're waiting on God to perform. Uh, sometimes it seems like all you have is God's word. Seems like you don't have anybody on the outside. It's just y'all and God's word. That is enough. Why? Because God's word is guaranteed. And my mm -hmm. family, we labored and we labored. And then right before our eyes, we watched God just do what according to man was unheard of, was impossible, um, especially again as an independent artist. And it was actually my uh, preaching ministry that God used first to take me across the world at the age of 13. Mm -hmm. I traveled the world for two years. And then at the age of 15, that's when he expanded my ministry, music ministry to the world through the song, Greater is Coming. So literally, Greater is Coming is my testimony. Every song that I sing, these are not just words that I'm singing, but these are words that are part of my own testimony. It's like God always tried, he tried us, uh, first by the words that he was giving us through song before we yeah. released it to the world. And so, yeah, I think that's why too, um, it got blessed to be effective as it was because it was a part of me, a part of my story. Amen. That's beautiful. And it is a family journey. I will attest to the fact that, you know, as we scheduled this interview, it's your father that, that we're, you know, working with, um, yes. to, to book you for it. And I, I just, I just love that it's, it's a family affair. Um, so one thing that people might not know about you as they watch your success right now, and one thing that makes your success all the more unprecedented is not just your age, but that you are an independent artist. And so people that are not in the music industry might not understand that the way record labels work, um, the way they kind of own their artists. And um, sometimes it's hard for artists to be themselves or be who God wants them to be. Um, I have just a very small knowledge of that industry as my kids uh, lead worship as well. But can you speak to that, um, to that musician that's listening right now, um, whether they're young or, or you know, older, um, that's listening and struggling with this? They're like, you know, how do I get my break? Or um, I, I had my break, but I feel like I'm losing myself in, in the process. Uh, is, is that why you stayed independent? And can you just speak into that? I think that would be a really interesting um, insight for the audience. Yeah, well, my father said God spoke to him and uh, told him that independent would be our route. And I think, well, not I think, but I know that God wanted to do something that kind of flipped the script, you know, during that time. <laughs> 
um, you weren't making it unless you had a major record label um, deal. You weren't making it unless you were connected to all of these different types of people. But we had none of that. All we had was God. And um, and I will say this for those who is in the battle where whether you should be on a label or be independent, I would say seek God because um, record labels, they do have their their perks and things like that. But all at the same time, your journey has, it, it has been completely written out by God. So if mm. God says label, I will just advise you to make sure that you read, you have the proper people in place to, uh, for your business to be right, where you don't feel like you're being controlled and all of that. And, and then if independent is your route, it's going to take God and, and, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> listen, <laughs> because it's, it's not, it's not as easy uh, as it is being on a major record label. But again, if that's the route that God has you going on, he has you covered. He got you. <laughs> I have a question. Um, many of us often have points in our lives when we're faced with those Daniel moments or those Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moments where you know we're faced with a decision to bow to the culture or, or you know compromise. Um, have you ever had a situation um, in the in the industry or in what you're doing where you felt like, ooh, this was a, a crossroads roads moment for me and uh, I could not compromise? Oh, yes, yeah, several of them. And even here recently, there was um, an opportunity that came for um, a television show for me to sing on. Really? And then getting the full details, it was it would have put me in a compromising state. And I'm like, listen, I didn't get this far, mm -hmm. um, you know, to compromise. No, I didn't have to compromise to get here and I won't Woo! start now. So, right. um, you know, and, and, it, and it just goes back to us understanding that when God raises you up and when God makes uh, his hands is upon your life, you're going to have all types of opportunities coming. But you have to learn how to know what is for you and what is not for you because you got to watch the enemy. It may be a good platform, but it is, is it also, you know, a platform in disguise to harm you? whether it harm you now or later. And I've even been in situations where we did agree to certain things, but pray to prayer and say, God, if this is not what I'm supposed to be a part of, mm -hmm. shut it down. God shut it down. So, you know, you have to learn how to seek God concerning different, especially mainstream opportunities. You have to learn how to seek God concerning that to make sure that, um, you know, you don't feel like you're compromising and that your brand and everything you worked hard for is not in a compromising state. Yeah, you're right. You didn't get there by compromising. Um, yeah. you, you're a testament to the fact that uh, you don't have to compromise to get to the level that you've gotten to. I mean, you, you're hosting the biggest yeah. award shows out there, right? Stellar awards. Um, yes, ma'am. And, and I will say, and I will add this, just because we turned that opportunity down, just like many others, mm -hmm. God blessed me double. Ooh. So the, it, listen, the benefits mm -hmm. that comes with you just, See, the only reason why we feel like we have to compromise is when we don't trust God. 
That's it. Because you you think you got to work a system. No, yes. you don't have to work a system when the God of heaven and earth is the one who will work you to where he wants you to be. That's exactly. right. Exactly. And if he has to create a system for you to be Ooh. that surpasses <laughs> the normal routes and the normal systems, that's exactly what he would do. So you got to trust God so that Ooh. you won't ever end up in a compromising state. That's so good. Man, I feel that people are going to get challenged by that. You have uh, such a positive message and have a strength to stay positive, Ja'Kalen, through the ups and downs. Talk to the viewers who are watching right now who feel defeated and confused that you know, their life hasn't turned out the way they expected. They look at you, someone like you, and they say, oh, look how successful she is, and their lives aren't turning out like that right now, and they feel defeated, and, uh, and they want to know how you stay so positive in the ups and downs. Well, I would say this, anytime you look at someone's um, life where, that you feel is successful, they weren't always there. Yeah. We all had to go through something to get, and, and to be honest with you, it doesn't matter how successful you are, for each level, there's always going to be another act of, activation of faith, something that God wants to use to challenge you to take you to the next level. Mm. My family and I, um, and I would speak on, you know, even before everything, we, you know, I became who I am, and going through what we were going through, we weren't in denial as to what we were experiencing. Because none of us are exempt from challenges and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to, do you trust God? Yeah. Do you, you trust him to, to do what he has spoken and what he has declared over your life? You look at the history of God and not one time has he ever failed. And yes. so you have to ask yourself and, and really speak to yourself and say, you know what? I'm going through this right now, but the Bible tells me that it won't last always. So with that being said, we've got to learn how to begin to uh, activate the words that God has given us. And a lot of times, even if you don't know how to speak yourself, get in the word of God, find out what is God saying about your situation. If it's, if it's you prospering, find it where he says, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul, for whatever your situation is, find out in God's word, what he's saying concerning you speak that and just know that God is going to do what he's spoken. That's what we had to do. I feel like the rule and the principle applies to everybody. And you got to be consistent because the more consistent you are, the more you see the manifestation. Yeah. Amen. And you wrote this powerful book, uh, You Will Win, right? That's the name mm -hmm. of it? Yes. How do you think like a winner and talk like a winner and live like a winner, Ja'Kalen? It starts with your mind. It starts with your mind. You cannot yep. live a winning lifestyle if you don't think like a winner. The thing is, we live in a world where everybody wants you to be rational. Everybody, oh, this is impossible. This has never been done. That can't, listen, let me tell you something. Mm, come on now, preach. <laughs> when you know who is working for you, and who is working with you, it changes your mindset to understand they may not have done it, but what will God use me to do? 
Can God use me to break, to make history, to break barriers? And so yes. you've got to change your mindset because you got even think about it in natural terms. Your body responds to whatever your mind tells it to do. Your hand moves based off of your mind's instructions. So mm. when you begin to change your mindset and then put the right words with it and then put the right people around you, the right stuff in your ear, those ingredients can cause you to live a life that people have been robbed of, of years. And that is called a winning life. You got to speak it. You got to think it and you got to be around it because it matters. Woo. You're not going to preaching. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last time I checked the Red Sea wasn't very rational. Come on. <laughs> the Red Sea partying. <laughs> yeah. You mean to tell me that the God who parted off a whole red sea. A whole red sea. <laughs> Can't prosper my business. Can't oh. prosper my health. Come mm. on. God we think can do the we, impossible. That's we the think benefits. so small. Yeah, that's the benefits that comes with trusting God. Mm. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. Yeah. And I mean, are we meditating on these stories that yeah. are our heritage? I mean, the the three men in the in the fire, yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the fourth man in there standing with them, and and everybody outside's dying because it's so hot, and the people exactly. inside aren't dying. There's nothing rational about that, but that's our mm -hmm. God. Yeah, that is Him, and when He's with you, anything is possible. So Woo. again, it doesn't matter what uh, people may say. This has never been done, or uh, this is unusual. Listen, when God is with you, He can break protocol. Yes. Thing I've learned about him. Yes, break protocol, break glass ceilings, and he wants to. I feel like he's peering in, looking for a pure heart and wanting to break those ceilings for us and just do amazing miracles. Uh but we have to give him opportunities. Yeah. And are we actually stretching our faith and giving him those opportunities? Um yeah. for for Elijah to see the miracle of the, of the fire on the altar. Wow. The faith and the risk that that took to give God that opportunity. And I just feel like, uh, oh, we're just scared that we're going to be canceled, you know, canceled off of Twitter. And we're not even willing to have somebody say something mean about us. And so we don't ever give God those wonderful moments yeah. to show off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, they become comfortable. Um, I think we have to get to a place in God because we got to understand that the Bible says we go from faith to faith and mm. from glory to glory. And one thing me, I can't speak for anybody else, but me personally, one thing I made up in my mind is that I won't just talk about the God of miracles. I won't just read about the miracles that he performed. I want to see it right now. Mm. I want to see miracles being performed right before my eyes. And so we cannot allow ourselves uh, to get comfortable just going our everyday lives and not um, allowing God to stretch you that you may mm. see different sides of him because there are so many sides to God that we haven't witnessed, <laughs> you know, we haven't even seen yet. And so every day I literally wake up and I'm like, God, I stretch my faith today to see you in a way that I've never seen you before because I know that he's just that big. 
That's so good. That challenges me. I'm going to do the same. I love that. Ja'Kayla, it is Black History Month, and um, I just want you to speak to the the Black viewer uh, right now. What would be your encouragement to them today? You know, we we have, as a community, we, we've been through a lot. We have yes. suffered a lot, and I think that we have overcame a lot at the same time, even though there's so much that is still going on, even justice and everything that we feel like we need and that we deserve. Um, I, 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 ask, I ask you of this one thing. Don't allow the labels of the world, the labels of society to hold you back from mm. being great. Choose to wake up every day living your life in purpose and on purpose. Remember this, we are all destined to be great. We are all destined to be successful, destined to do amazing things. It is a choice. I believe that God wouldn't put you on this earth despite your skin color, despite any and everything that we've been through as a community. He wouldn't put us on this earth if there was no purpose for us, if there was no use for us. So today, I want you to know that God wants to use you to do something beautiful and something great. And don't let society tell you what you can and cannot do when God said you can. Amen. And you are certainly a walking testimony of not allowing any kind of title or limitation, age limitation, whatever that would be, gender limitation, uh, keep you, hold you back from your calling in God. And I just think that that's a beautiful example to uh, young people listening and watching, to females watching, to African-Americans watching. Um, that's just really really encouraging. Now, I cannot let you go without asking you, would you please just take us to the throne room for just a second? You can pick the song, you can pick whether it's a chorus or whatever, but would you just lead us in worship for a moment to whatever you want to, to sing? Absolutely. Well, this worship song has been in my spirit and we can all, I think we all know it, we can join in and, and Worship. And it says, You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha and Omega, mm. I worship you, my Lord, you are worthy to be praised, and I give you My Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Can you just make that personal and just sing it to Daddy Jesus? I give you, you are the, the glory. And I worship 
my Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, I'm just realizing, listening to you saying that yesterday I had one of the most powerful miracles happen in my life. Um, I had a huge breakthrough, a huge Red Sea parting moment in my life on Valentine's Day. So it was really precious. And um, I just feel like this is such a personal moment for me as you're sitting here on my podcast leading worship because, you know, you really are probably my favorite um, Mm. artist, gospel artist. And you are such a pivotal part of my journey of overcoming what I've gone through the last two years. And to, to think that yesterday the Lord kissed me on Valentine's Day with this breakthrough and today you were leading worship on my podcast is just, I was just crying, um, thinking about how prophetic and, and beautiful that timing was. Um, this obviously when this runs, it'll be a little, a little after uh, Valentine's day next week, but, um, thank you for blessing us to for coming on and sharing your journey and uh, leading us in worship and encouraging the listeners. How can they, um, get to your website and connect with you? Absolutely. You can follow me. Um, I made it easy for you at Jekaylin Carr and everything is J-E-K-A-L-Y-N-C-A-R-R with the blue check mark. Um, mm-hmm. My website, I am Jekaylincarr.com. And you can also visit my beauty company website, which is Jekaylinbeauty.com. Thank you, Jekaylin, so much for being on today. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you for having me.